0: Are you currently spending all your precious time working in a job that you hate? Are you really craving something that gives you just a bit of job satisfaction? Well, today's guest was, and now he's flipped that around, started his own business, and he gets to talk to people like that famous guy who owns all those aeroplanes. What's his name? Oh yeah, Sir Richard Branson. Welcome back listeners to episode 7 of the Open for Business podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Murphy, and this is the show all about empowering you and other young people to turn something you're passionate about into a profit using entrepreneurship and creating a startup or small business of your very own. Big show this week, guys. We are talking to an entrepreneurial master. We are talking to Nathan Chan from Foundermag.com. Nathan is one of Australia's top entrepreneurs. He's created a business for himself around supporting and helping other entrepreneurs, a bit like Open for Business, but he produces an uh, an online e-magazine each and every month, and he also has his own podcast all around helping entrepreneurs build their business, build their brand, and find success just like he has. I was really excited to uh, to be able to interview Nathan. Um, again, interviewing someone of Nathan's uh, status um, was as simple as sending him an email, guys. It was that easy. All I did was say, hey, Nathan, love what you're about. Really think um, you have something to offer uh, the listeners of Open for Business, and uh, would you like to come on the show? And then, bang, it was done. So I'm really excited to uh, bring this episode to you. Um, We're going to head straight into the interview this week, guys. That's enough from me. Here's the interview with Nathan Chan. And of course, the first question I asked him was, what did he always want to be when he grew up?
1: Yeah, it's funny you you asked that. I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, I, at one point, wanted to become a journalist, which is kind of funny because we kind of are, I kind of am a journalist now. Yeah. And I also wanted to be a lawyer at one stage too.
0: Okay, nice, nice. I uh, I always thought about uh, being a lawyer as well, but uh, never quite got there. Headed in a different direction. So, <laughs> yeah, Not done well, excellent. Um, oh, A lot of people know you for Founder, okay? You're Nathan Chan, you've started Founder, you've got that excellent magazine, you've got the podcast, you've spoken to uh, all these high-flying people, which is absolutely fantastic. But can you take us back a little bit and just give us a little bit on what you were doing before Founder started?
1: Yeah, sure. So... Uh, before founder started, I was working uh, full time uh, at a travel company called Intrepid Travel. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and it was um, I was working in IT, okay. uh, doing doing IT support. Yep. Uh, really hated it. Uh, really degrading type work. Man, I, I I was pretty like you know ashamed to be doing some of the shit that I used to do, like crawl under desks. And uh, try and uh, fix people's computers or set up their computer. Or I'd get a phone call. Oh, my password doesn't work. Can you reset it? Or I'd get yeah. a phone call. My mouse doesn't work. I'd go over and I'd literally just pull the mouse out of the USB socket and then put it back in. Yeah. Um. Just ridiculous bullshit like that. It was. It was pretty savage looking back now, man. Like, uh, and I, I, you know, it was only what it was only just over a year ago that. Um, Yeah, a little more than a year ago that I'd left my day job doing that crap. Yeah. Uh, It's funny looking back, you know.
0: You've come a long way, mate. That's for sure. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Things are a bit different now. You're not uh, not working away under people's desks anymore. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, nah, not at all. Um, so, so what was sort of what
0: was your thought process? I mean, you're you're in that IT sort of working for the man role and absolutely hating it. So, what was your thought process, and how did you sort of end up heading towards founder and, and becoming your own boss and doing your own thing?
1: Um, well, you know, the seed had been planted. Uh, at least five years ago um so we'll be we, we launched march 5th 2013 for context we've been out for two and a half years we've yep. been operating for two and a half years uh so you know at least five years ago the seed had been planted in my mind that uh you didn't always have to to do what you were told you didn't always have to uh, work a nine to five. There was another way to do things to, I guess, get paid exactly. Uh, uh, and and that and that seed was planted when I, when I read uh, the, not only just the Four Hour Work Week, but uh, also the book. Uh, so the book Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, but yep. also the book by uh, Robert Kiyosaki called Rich Dad Poor Dad, and uh, both those books. Uh, just dramatically changed my thinking. I call it like seeing the matrix, you know, when you just like, I don't know, I've sometimes met people now where where they're just going around, going day by day doing their own thing and, and I've just kind of, they ask me what I do and I tell them and it just kind of, I guess, opens them up to, to the possibilities and they're just like, wow, you can actually do that? You know, weren't yeah. you scared? And like, you know, of course I was scared and, and, and of course, uh, you know, I, I thought I was going to fail and, and, and you know, I, I thought about, you know, quitting and, and all those kinds of things even when I started Founder and we made like, you know, 80 bucks the first month we launched, you know, I had all these kinds of thoughts but I just kept going and, and I just kept building that momentum. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what, uh, where it all started but… um.
0: Yeah, look. I mean, I love the fact that you brought that up because, I mean, really, that's the whole essence of what uh, Open for Business is all about. It's it's um, making people aware and reminding them that yeah, you don't have to go get a nine to five job. You don't have to work for the man. You don't have to hate what you do. Like there is other options, and um, I guess that's exactly where you're a shining example of that. So it's fantastic that we get to have a chat to you. Hey, look. the other thing is, um, you did just mention that um, you know, there were times when you were scared, there were times when you were sort of thinking, you know, is this really a good idea, is this going to work? What were sort of some of the, the bumps along the road when you first started out? What were sort of some of the first struggles you had?
1: Yeah, so I'll be very clear, uh, I conceptualized the idea of the magazine probably mid-2012, Yep. And I did a Europe trip, finished off the last part of my Master's of Marketing. Nice. Uh, because my thing was, you know, I was I was in the shitty J job that I hated, so I thought I'd go back to uni, do a Master's of Marketing, get a marketing job, or well, for many different roles, even at the company that I was at, and they wouldn't hire me. I was yep. like, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to do my own thing. Um And I conceptualized the idea for the magazine 2012 and mid-2012. And and I said, when I come back from doing my uh, exchange to finish off my degree, I'll start on this magazine thing. and, And that magazine took me like seven months to launch the first issue. Yeah, And that was such a struggle. I mean, like I went through three different graphic designers I remember even thinking that maybe I just give up and just forget about it all and just you know don't, don't bother like just you know the the cuz cuz I think one of the biggest takeaways I'd like your audience to have is uh to to create the magazine I had to purchase off the shelf publishing software and that cost me 2k 2k wow. USD wow and that was money I didn't have yeah uh, I I used to be really crap with money I yeah. always had credit debt, and uh, we all. <laughs> yeah, well, we, I Don't Well, we—I don't anymore. But um, <laughs> oh, well done, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank You've you. earned it. <laughs> Thank you. And um, yeah, dude. Like I just thought to myself, you know, I don't want to waste this money. Uh, like let, let's 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 get it out there. Like let's at least launch.
0: Got to persevere.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you know, I had uh, a you know, a, a few different attempts at, at finding different graphic designers and and seven months later we actually launched, but it was such a struggle, man, that was really tough because I think also when, you, when you're when you working on something like a project or, or your business and you haven't launched yet, you procrastinate and there's a lot of people, in fact, that only ever get far as far as working on the business, they don't actually launch and then they just can it. There's yeah. so many people that do that. Yep. And part of the reason that holds them back is, one, they're afraid of what other people think. Two, they're scared to fail. And three, they're just wanting to launch something perfect.
0: Yes, yeah. Look, three three awesome uh, points there that I think everybody listening needs to take away. And um, that, that scared factor and, and putting yourself out there. Again, like the... you you might be an introvert like I consider myself to be an introvert like I'm not the life of the party I'm not an extrovert and that sort of thing but um the the benefits and what you can get out of putting yourself out there and doing something you're passionate about far outweighs any of the fears or the hesitations that you might have in um in doing that so it's definitely worth it
1: Mm, yeah I agree like life's too short man like what do you got to lose at the end of the day
0: exactly the magic happens outside the comfort zone mate
1: yeah that's it man
0: so, for, for everybody listening, what can, what can Founder do for them? You, you've created the magazine um, and you've interviewed so many fantastic um, experts and, and founders. Like, we're talking about Richard Branson, we're talking about Tim Ferriss and Seth Godin. Like, the fact that you've been able to, uh, to interview those people and connect with those people is, is a feat in itself. But what um what can founder do for other entrepreneurs or people that might want to kick the trend and do their own thing? What can founder do for them?
1: Yeah, so look, I think in the biggest way, like I think there's a lot of noise out there. Like let's be real, man. There's there's a lot of entrepreneurial based content yeah, out there. There is. There is. Uh, so I think I think the best way to answer your question is. Is what's different from from what we do for compared to the rest of the stuff out there, and I think, you know, you kind of, you kind of touched on it a little bit where we do things a little differently, um, and, and a big part of that is 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 we're a multifaceted platform. So we have not just the magazine, we have a podcast, uh, a, a weekly podcast, we have a monthly magazine, we have if you sign up to our email newsletter, we'll send you weekly. Content around the podcast, and we do at least one epic blog post a week. And uh, we they have...
0: excellent emails. I'll jump in there. I'm, oh. I'm on the mailing list. <laughs> oh, and thank you. I'm glad you joined, the stuff, man.
1: <laughs> and then you know, not only there, uh, yeah, we've got we've got uh, like uh, we always produce so much social content to to help people. I think I I think also another thing I should touch on is with the content that we produce. It's all around, you know, creating actionable, strategical, tactical-based advice. Now, I know that might sound, I guess, a little dry to people listening, but I guess what it comes down to is if you want to know what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur, you can pick up any one of our resources and it can help you every step of the way. Whether you're listening to our podcast on your commute to work and you can listen to some of the most successful people in business today, um, mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's one way we can stand out. I guess... <laughs> another another reason that makes us a little different, and, and why you should listen to listen and consume our content, is you know I'm I'm in the trenches with everyone. You know I I, I make no claims that I'm a, a multi millionaire and I'm making heaps of coin. Uh, I'm just literally just trying to work out every step of the way what it takes and, and i'm approaching it from the standpoint that i know nothing and mm. if you just do our podcast episodes if you if you read any of our content i really try and lay it out and i really try and give people really actionable stuff that people can take away and apply and um i just encourage anybody to either go to our website or look at any of our content that we produce and uh i think you know, I'm confidently say that you'd be hard pressed not to take anything away, no matter where you are on the journey. Yeah. So uh, that's, I guess, my pitch, man.
0: <laughs> look, that's excellent, mate, and uh, that's what it's all about. Like, it's, uh, it's you're helping people, you're you're making an emotional connection, and you're providing great value. And um, look, they're the ingredients for a great business. So it's all really positive stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, man. And I think, yeah, that's it. As long as you. Providing a ton of value and going, you know, above and beyond uh, people's expectations, well, that's all you can do, right?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, so Founder is a business, Um, you know, it generates an income for you and it's going really well. But for anybody listening, can we sort of touch on on how you have turned it into a business? I mean, we know that there's the magazine, and that's a subscription-based magazine, mm-hmm. so obviously that generates an income for you. But yes. are there other income streams that you have? How have you how have you built the business? What other income streams have you got?
1: Yeah. So yeah, we have the magazine. That's a subscription-based business model, and uh, we have another we have another uh, digital asset. So we're you know everything we produce is digital, right? Yep. And uh, I, what I've identified is is that uh, people really love uh, courses. People really love edu- educational based video courses that teach you how to learn or master a certain topic. Yeah. And and I never thought that we'd go down this path, Anthony. It's really funny. Like uh, we started crushing it on Instagram, man. And, yeah, uh, you know we've we've gone from like zero to four hundred thousand followers in about eleven months. Right? Huge
0: numbers, huge numbers.
1: Yeah, we've built a massive community. It's accelerated our business even further, right? And what was really cool is is I didn't know other people would be interested in this stuff, and and I just wrote a blog post about it, and that blog post still to this day is one of our most popular blog posts on our site, and. It just sprung sprung us down this path of you know people asking me if I could consult and help them with their Instagram people in, in the founder community, and I was like, well, I don't really want to consult, and I was like, why don't I just create a course around this? And uh, that's the most scalable way to do it. And you know, I think uh, founder is is no uh, well no better equipped than any other entrepreneurial brand than to produce. Uh, you know these these video based courses and really tap into you know further serving our community like we do with the magazine we do with the the podcast why can't we do it with video based courses like this online education industry is a multi billion dollar industry there's no reason we can't tap into that mm. and I don't have to do the teaching we're getting all these other people to do teaching soon and all this other stuff right yeah but anyways um, what was really cool was that I found that. People loved uh, the, the lo- they loved the thought of, of being able to grow their br- grant brand through Instagram and uh, we, you know we did a, a, a small little um, launch around that and you know we had a, a few hundred people uh, purchase purchase that course just as a test. and I think a big thing to take away from this lesson is I actually sold the course before I even created it.
0: Yes and yep.
1: I think that's a big one that's the, one of the best ways to validate a business concept that's right uh, it's like what crowdfunding is yeah you have to you know you people will not be interested in whatever you're gonna produce if if you don't hit your target right so if if you don't hit your target people don't want it that's you know right. what I mean yeah. like so uh, you know let people pay like let people validate that concept of how really bad they want it with their wallets
0: exactly um
1: yep. and yeah, you know, that, that concept was validated. We went down this path. I taught, um, everything I knew how to crush it on Instagram. We had some amazing outcomes with some of our students that really did the work. And then it was like, okay, well, we well, let's, uh, let, us make this our, our, our first ever like video based, uh, online course. And, uh, right now to this day, and this course has been out for what, six months. To this day, you know, the, mag- the magazine and that course generate uh, our, our revenue.
0: Yeah, look, that's excellent. And I think um, like video is becoming so, so popular and um, it's probably a limiting belief in some ways, but people have, have skills and they have life experience and, and other people uh, are willing to and want to tap into that. Um, and it's exactly what you've done with your course. You know, you've got the experience, you've got the skills, you've got the know-how, and um, and other people want to have that success as well. And um, and you've got a business model right there in, in building a course. So it's just another great way of of thinking a little bit outside the box and um, and using those entrepreneurial skills. And um, and you've got yourself a business model, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, and I think you know the thing is right, man. Is is when I started the magazine never thought I was ever going to go down that path. And and what I realized is it just just closely aligned really well and it, it's just what people are asking for. Like I was speaking on the phone to one of our community members uh, the other day, last week, and, and they said to me, look, Nathan, you know, I love what you guys are doing. I listen to your podcast. There's so much actionable stuff that I've taken away and I've implemented some of it and, and you know, I read your magazine, but I just feel like I need more help. And yep. you know, I think I think this Instagram course sounds amazing. Uh, and I think that's what it comes down to. Like, there's there's people that uh, can go out and they can learn things and they won't have their hand held and they can work it all out. And uh, you know, if you're one of those people that just, you know, want to listen to our listen, you know, listen to our podcast, consume our content. And, and you can learn without having a handheld and, and you can have ideas planted in your mind and you can go, oh, okay, well, this worked for this person. Maybe I should try it. And, and you go off and work it out yourself. There's plenty of people that can do that and that's fine. Like We have no issues not selling the course to you. But then there's some people that just want to learn how to master something super quick. They want to be able to consume like something in a couple of days and watch the videos or whatever and be like, yep, now I know exactly what I need to do. I, I, I can master this, and then you just go out and apply the apply, apply the knowledge. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there, there's 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 two different ways you can you can look at it, and uh, it's just fit really really nicely with our brand because you know it, the the mission hasn't changed whether we sell courses or we don't we, we're still here to service and help entrepreneurs however we can.
0: Absolutely love it. It's fantastic. Hey, um, I know uh, it's it's definitely a question I've got in my mind, and I'm sure other people do as well. But you've you've started founder from scratch and you've built it up. How does how does yourself, Nathan, get in touch with people like Richard Branson? I mean, I'm sure you get this question all the time, but um, I'm sure people listening into this episode will be wondering as well. How did Nathan get in touch and have an interview with Richard Branson and Seth Godin and Tim Ferriss and all these other great influencers? Like, have you got a quick, some quick tips on um, contacting your um, I don't know experts in your area or your niche or people that you look up to?
1: Yeah, man. Um, I do. I I. I'll give, you, I'll give you my best stuff uh, in a roundabout way, but I will mention that we did actually write an epic like six to 7,000-word blog post on this topic, on the Founder blog. Yep. Um, and this is just an example of the kind of content we produce where it just literally goes in depth on every single thing uh, that we do to, to get interviews with hard-to-reach people. And if you go to foundermag.com forward slash get interviews or just, just searching our blog for how to get interviews with hard-to-reach people, uh, you'll find it and uh, you'll get a ton of gold from that. And we even give away our exact email templates that we use to pitch people like Tim Ferriss and Seth Godin and, and Richard Branson, and stuff like that, that you can swipe and copy and paste. Wow. Uh, but to answer your question, I think it comes down to a few things. One, we had a magazine, we still do have a magazine, that... That I sense that essentially uh, is a great way to position yourself as an authority or an influencer in the space. I never realised this. This was not something strategic, Anthony. I just worked it out that yep. um, having having a magazine is a brilliant way to be perceived as an influencer, yeah. and, and, it, and it gives you good cut through. Like I said, uh, there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of people producing entrepreneurial based content, so you have to work out how you can stand out. And for us, it was a magazine, I, and I never ever thought that like you know it would work this way and it did and then the next piece of that puzzle is uh you have to find the right person so you have to find the gatekeeper and you know i'll be very clear we got richard branson for issue number eight of the magazine i pitched him when we were four months in and from there i uh you know just just played on the fact that uh You know, Sir Richard Branson's first business venture was actually a student magazine. So I found the gatekeeper. I found the right person to speak to. And and I did that from uh, making a lot of phone calls and contacting a random house. I think that's really important. Mm. Um, And then from there... Uh yeah, I just pitched and, and I'm and I found the head of PR and and uh at Virgin and I just pitched and, and just saw just see what happens and, and he said yes, but but the thing you have to remember is Richard Branson's been on the front cover of every business magazine, so why couldn't he be on the front cover of Founders? And then from that I used that Richard Branson feature and still to this day uh would use influencer marketing to position ourselves as authorities in the space and to build trust. And, uh, we use, you know, we build trust from great design, valuable content, but also aligning ourselves with influences. Uh, so, you know, I use that Richard Branson piece as a springboard from there, you know, I can go off and pitch, uh, whoever I want because I can say, okay, well, you can be on the front cover. This is what, uh, uh our front cover interview looked like with Sir Richard Branson. Um, would you like this too? And then as time went on, we, we built up a, a sizable audience and it became more of a no-brainer. And then we interviewed more and more hard-to-reach people and influencers in our niche. Uh, and then uh, as time went on, it just got easier and easier. But I think once you get one influencer, um, you're kind of pre-validated, uh, which which really, really helps. And now we actually don't have a problem uh, getting hard-to-reach people. And that's, that's another reason why the stuff that we produce is different and I'm not going to say better, but an alternative to, to a lot of stuff that's out there is, is we have the power to, to interview, um, you know, someone like Damon John from, from Shark Tank America, or, Mm. you know, uh, we've tentatively uh, locked down an interview with uh, one of the youngest female billionaires in the world, uh, self-made. So under 30. So, you know, we have access to be able to do that. And that's what allows us to set, set ourselves apart and and produce really valuable content as well. But at the same time, it's just me, you know, I think the biggest thing is it's just me, man. Like I think that, that, you know, the anyone that is anyone that is doing something, uh, they can always put their own unique, uh, spin on it because there's only one you remember. So, and sometimes I think people forget that. So, you know, that's another thing that makes us different is it's just me driving the ship, man, and I, I'm different to anyone else. I'm unique. The power uh, of a
0: great pitch, mate.
1: Yeah, that's right. So Excellent. I think that's how we do it. I
0: love it. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, um, I did a quick Periscope this afternoon, and uh, I asked some of the uh, the viewers on their broadcast uh, if they had any questions for you, and I've got one here quickly just before we wrap up. Yeah, And cool. uh, they wanted to know whether you have uh, a top marketing technique um, that can help them grow their business.
1: Ooh, that's very generic, man. Uh, it, it's kind of vague in the sense that, like, what's the kind of business, uh, what's... All right. Okay, that... so
0: to give it a little bit of context, uh, it's, uh, this question was from One Out Creative, and they're all about branding and helping businesses build
1: their brand. Okay, so it's an agency. Um, basically, yeah. Okay. All right. I reckon if I was that agency, and this is how I would do it, and please keep in mind I've never run an agency before, but this is how I would do it. I would uh, just find some amazing clients and try and land uh, some some really big influential brands. If I could, you know, uh, that's I, that's what I'd really really try and shoot for, like the big fish. And then I would use those brands as case studies to to share, you know, what we did for them. And then I would ride those case studies. And at any point in time that anybody saw our work or came to our website, um, they're the things that they're going to see. So when I, like when it comes to marketing, I'm very, very big on trying to build as much trust as possible. So, how do you build trust? I think you know when somebody first comes to the, the work you you're doing, or your business, or your product, or your service. You know what does your website look like? That's the, that's you know how, how can you make a, a great looking website? I think that's really important, not only from a design standpoint but also a trust building standpoint. So you want to have as many case studies as possible. you want to have as many testimonials as possible. you want to align yourself with influencers in the space or well-known brands or ambassadors or whatever. Um, and then from there, I I think it's really important to find a channel that works and aggressively hit it very, very hard. and that's yeah. something that I think is really important. you know it's it's not there's no one, uh, amazing marketing strategy that works. It's it's how do you find uh, the question that needs to be asked is how do you find a scalable marketing channel that you can you can hit up and and just get amazing success and then just exhaust the absolute crap out of it. Like that's yeah. that, that's that's the way I think about things. Yep. Um. So I don't think it's there's, there's no it. one fancy marketing technique. It's like you've got to find that channel. Yeah, you've got to find – just got to throw things at the wall, see what sticks, find that channel that works well, and just really, really focus on that channel and exhaust the absolute crap out of it. But I do have some core principles around uh, design. I think design and branding is so extremely key. So if this is a branding agency, I'm going to assume they have an amazing website and great branded – like they've got a great brand. Yep. But The next thing is, I think you really need to showcase your testimonials and uh, case studies massively. And I think you, like, if I was a service-based business as well, I'd want to, I'd want to get on the phone and start calling, like, trying to capture num phone numbers. Great um, I, I think, I think you have to understand also when it comes to finding a marketing channel. It's like, what does your funnel look like? Like, what's the process? Because everything has a process, right? Mm. So. What's you know you, you need to find out also, uh you really really need to know your 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 target audience and you, and your and the customers that you're kind of going after what their biggest pain points and frustrations are and what their deepest desires are because you want to use that in your copywriting and you want to know them really really well so you want to know where they're hanging out, you know that's that's a great marketing strategy market market to the starving crowd you Definitely. know if you do anything it's it's to find those people that would like want and love your your product or service. And a great example, uh, I'll just finish up, is a great example of this dude is if you want to sell hot dogs, one of the best places to sell hot dogs is outside of a nightclub. Yes. At 3 a.m. in the morning. That's Why? it. Why? Because people, as soon as they come out of that nightclub, they would be dancing all night, drinking, partying, and they They're wouldn't have hungry. had food. They're hungry. <laughs> That's right. So that's what you want to do. That's probably the best thing I can give to answer that question in terms of a marketing strategy. But all those other things I mentioned are things that we do in a roundabout way.
0: Yep. Look, love
1: and it. And you can see that through the brand as well, like in our work.
0: Yeah, definitely. 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 Well, Nathan, uh, in the words of Chris Ducker, you have been dropping value bombs all (laughs) night long. So (laughs) thank you very much. Uh, We really do appreciate your time. Um, If anyone wants to get in touch with you, can they hit you up on Twitter?
1: Yeah, Nathan H. Chan.
0: Excellent. Um, Guys, let's thank Nathan. Uh, Great interview tonight. Really appreciate your time and uh, hope to talk to you soon and all the success with uh, Founder in the Future.
1: Thank you very much, my man. And uh, thank you so much for having me. Happy to come back anytime. Appreciate
0: it, man. Thank you. There we go. That was Nathan Chan from foundermake.com. What did you think of that interview? What was your top learning? I like the way that um, Nathan has taken his passion, he's taken something that he's wanted to do and, and he's built something so powerful and so big just from asking, from pitching, from working hard and uh, he's created a, a lifestyle for himself um, that he's now proud of and that he, that he loves. And uh, that is definitely something that we can all work towards, guys. It's not just for Nathan. If you have a dream, if you have something that you want to build and create, Go out there, work hard, make sure you ask, make sure that you pitch, and um, it could all happen for you as well. Top learnings for this week, guys. Number one is ask. Yep, it's that simple. If you need something, if you want something, just ask, guys. Ask and you shall receive. It really is true and it's exactly how I got the interview with Nathan. He's a really busy guy doing lots and lots of things and he's fairly high high profile in the entrepreneurial space. All I did to get him on the show was ask. It's as simple as that. You never know what could happen, guys. Learning number two is practice your pitch. So it's the most valuable tool that you can have in your arsenal, guys, is practicing your pitch, practicing how you ask for things. So that's where you can build on top learning number one of simply asking. And if you have a powerful pitch, if it makes sense, if you've worked on it, if it provides value, that is where more and more people will say yes. You will get yes more often than you will get no. So practice that pitch Learning number three is align yourself with influencers and experts in your industry or niche, which is exactly what Nathan did. He interviewed and connected with other top entrepreneurial um, entrepreneurs and he aligned himself with with their thought patterns, with what they stand for, and that in turn helped grow his brand and increase his exposure. So try and think of different ways, different people, different services, different products that you can align yourself to regardless of what area or, or whatever thing that you're passionate about. Align yourself with an influencer, with an expert, with something that's already well known to increase your exposure and your credibility. That is top learning number three for this week, guys. I hope you got uh, lots of value out of that interview. And if you have a top learning that you want to share, just leave a comment in the show notes for episode number 7 We'd really love to know what you think. Now, just for everybody listening, thanks for sticking out this episode. I really do appreciate it. If you've listened all the way through, you deserve a big pat on the back. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now, learning number two this week was about practicing your pitch. And if you would like some extra help in practicing your pitch and and learning about pitching, can I suggest that you get yourself a copy of the Key Person of Influence book? Now, I can personally recommend this book as I have read it. I love it. I've been to one of the Key Person of Influence conferences, and it was a fantastic day. So jump onto Amazon or or um, any good bookstore and find a copy of Key Person of Influence. I think you can grab it off Amazon for less than $20 Australian. So do that, or... A little extra tip here for open for business listeners. If you jump over and listen to Small Business Big Marketing, Timbo Reed's podcast, he has an offer going at the moment for his listeners where you can grab a copy of that book for free. Yep. Free. So, jump over to Small Business Big Marketing. Tim is uh, my unofficial podcasting mentor, so I'm quite happy to mention him on this show. And I'm sure if you start listening to his podcast, you'll get hooked on it as well. Just make sure you come back and listen to Open for Business. Because next week on the show, we are talking to the creative director at One Out Creative. And One Out Creative is responsible for helping small businesses, entrepreneurs, people like you and me with our branding. Yeah, Big topic, lots to cover, and uh, I think it's an area that we sometimes don't focus on quite enough, making sure that our brand is, is aligned with our message and that everything connects and flows and makes sense. So we are going to be speaking to Joel next week on the show, and he's going to help us out with all our branding needs. If you have a question for Joel, send me an email or hit me up on Twitter and leave a message Uh, or you can leave a message in the show notes for episode number seven and uh, we'll get that question answered by Joel on the show so that brings us to the end of episode seven I've had a great time bringing this episode to you and I hope you enjoyed it just as much If you have any feedback, guys, if you'd like to leave a rating and review for the show in iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. It helps bump this show up the rankings, gets more people listening to it, and we can grow this podcast to help provide loads and loads of value for everybody listening to help grow your small business, your brand, your side gig, whatever it might be and I really do appreciate everybody listening in. I know there are listeners that tune in each and every week, and I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so, so much. Until next week, stay motivated, keep working towards those goals, keep building on your dream, guys, and I will talk to you over on Episode 8.